This is Up for Debate, bonus episode number four, recorded July 31st, 2017. Talking Robots with Dan Miller. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special bonus episode of Up for Debate. I'm Sean Jennings, and we are thrilled to have you here for this special episode. Matt is out of the country at the moment, so uh, I went ahead and took this discussion Dan and I had from a pre-record for our show Don't Panic we do on technology uh, that sort of spontaneously came about. We were talking about robots, and it was such an awesome, fun discussion. I said, hey, Dan, can we put this up on the Up for Debate feed? And he said, no, absolutely not. That's an invasion of my privacy, and I'm insulted you would even suggest that. After talking to him, of course, he said, yeah, no, that turns out to be a great idea. So here is our discussion on the future of robots. When are we going to get, when are we going to get the, like, I, I mean, we've talked about Snoomba, right? Yes. Okay. And I think that these are, are super, these are, these are kind of easy. Uh, first of all, though, I will say a Roomba with tank treads, they need to release one of those because people don't have even floors. Well, did you ever but, see the gutter cleaning robot? Yes. Now, now, okay, I, I see that one's. That was oh, dumb. slightly yeah, well I if you had lots of money and and it worked and didn't need to be cleaned that often, I could see doing it. Like, hey, just put the gutter robot up in the gutter. It's gonna you don't have to go up and clean the gutters for the next six years. But but at the same time, gutters seem like a technology that I'd rather them just invent a better gutter than a gutter cleaning robot. Because like how have gutters changed in the last fifty years? <laughs> like like I well, feel like there's room there for something i mean it's it's a physics problem though right you could put a filter on the part where the water goes into the gutter but then the filter is going to clog up with the shit that was in the water that was going to clog up your uh gutter eventually anyways yeah but what if you well see all my ideas are bad though Ooh, here's an idea pressurize the gutter such that uh when it when it fills up you just blow it out it's like like a uh, toilet you flush your gutters (laughs) No, see, no, 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 you can't flush it because then, then eventually the, the like fulcrum point where all the stuff goes through is going to get clogged. You don't want to suck anything in. You want to blow it all out. So I think you like the gutter, like it, it seals down on itself from the top, and then it just blows out the edges like like a like an elephant. Just, you know, the, the trunk like and the sparkling water. Some poor pedestrian walking by Dan Miller's house out of nowhere just gets just blasted just by deluge. all gutter shit. Just, that's right. Oh, that's terrible. That'll teach him to walk by my house too close. Shame on them. Uh, no, see, my idea was you just superheat it and burn it away. But that also <laughs> seems very unsafe. Yeah, what's a, what's a worse idea there? <laughs> Wet burning leaves in your gutters. Or just blasting them out at dangerous high pressure. Yeah, I would rather, like, schnoz blast a poor pedestrian than burn my house down. Probably. Or you could just get a gutter cleaning robot. This is why they might think that my my house is sick. It just had to blow its nose. You know? That's right. We'll we'll get, like, a a foghorn every time it goes... You could, could, uh, yeah, blow it beforehand. Yeah, warn warn the neighbors. Go inside, close the blinds, protect yourself. (laughs) That's why they have the storm shutters. Exactly. To, to prevent the schnoz blast from my house. I, I, I love this Willy Wonka kind of Dr. Seuss house that you're 
that you're creating here, Dance House of Whimsy. Yeah. Anyways, I think that what's what's the next robot going to be? But I, I, you know, the Snoomba is really just an evolution on the Roomba. I would love to claim that it's going to be a, a a revolution, but it won't be. Did, did you see the suicidal mall robot that was going that's around? The, the that's some Futurama stuff. No, it was. It wasn't really suicidal, but they they put uh, a robot. It wasn't a suicide booth. No, they put a robot in a shopping mall in Washington D.C. and it was like you could like ask it where stores were. It was just just like this little pod that would kind of wheel around. It was pretty useless. It would like print out poems yeah. if you asked. It was dumb, but it drove itself into a fountain. I did see this. <laughs> um, yeah, most robots are dumb. No, I did see. Was it one of the airlines is piloting a robot at the airport? Ah. That will um, like walk you to your gate, and you it'll like print out tickets if you ask, like a boarding it'll pass to your gate. Yeah, so so if you're like, hey, where's my you know, where's a nineteen? Like, oh, we'll show you, and it like literally will drive, and you follow it. Is it one of those little zippy Star Wars robots? Sort of. Uh, no, no, I think it should be really small. Now, see, now you're thinking that is the next innovation. You take. Take the self-driving car technology, shrink it down, make it less, uh, you know, catastrophic. If one of those little zippy RC cars crashes or doesn't obey the traffic, you know, it's not going to be that big of a deal. And you have it do things like that. Yeah, but also imagine you're walking on a sidewalk in a business, really anywhere, and there's a bunch of very fast, automatically controlled RC cars just flying all over the ground. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think this would work in cities, but I think it would work great indoors. Uh, imagine, so So here's a question. If, remember, I don't know if we had our show back then, but remember when Eric Schmidt was like, oh yeah, self-driving cars. You could tell your self-driving car that you're going to go to the go to the store to buy socks, and it'll take you to the store, tell the store that you're going to buy socks, you show up and they just give you the socks. Yeah. Right. So uh, maybe an inter. I, I'd be curious to know what you think about that. But maybe an intermediary step could be: you go into the store, you say the, to the tiny little robot, "Here are the things on my shopping list," and the robot calculates the most efficient way to hit all of your stuff. Because this is my problem at the grocery store: is I don't know where anything is because I don't pay attention. Like I know vaguely where things are, but oftentimes I have like something on my list that I've never gotten before. Especially at these, you know, if you're going to a new Whole Foods, it's this massive you know, installation. This little zippy robot will take you on the most optimal route from the entrance through to get all of your stuff and out to the out. And it will know when something's not in stock. Yeah. Like, but, oh you want you want these soba noodles? Sorry we don't have soba noodles, we're gonna skip that stock. Yeah, but augmented reality could solve that problem without a zippy robot. You wear a Google Glass or a HoloLens and it walks you through the aisles and gives you a little GPS arrow direction of where to go and tells you where stuff is and you hit a button to call an employee to you know, ask him a question. I think that's a little more straightforward. Yeah. And in terms of the, the Google self-driving, it knows you need socks and it gives you... Amazon just ships them to my house. If 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 the car is going to automatically take me there and the socks are just going to get put in the car and then I drive right back, why not just get them delivered to my house? Right. I mean, like, yeah. Like at that, that, at that the, point, uh... you're kind of defe- defeating the purpose. Groceries <laughs> I get because you want to go pick them out. But again, I... I, we don't need more things. Like, there's already a lot of stuff out there. That's the. I want <laughs> less stuff in the way. I already trip over everything and bump into stuff all the time. 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to get a Roomba because I will step on it and I will break it. And I will trip over it in the middle of the night and I will break my ankle on my Roomba. And I will fall down the stairs and break my neck and it will literally kill me. <laughs> and, and that is unacceptable. Uh, so, what... Are you a minimalist? Is that what you're saying? Would no, you... I just don't want like I have the appropriate well, amount now. I don't want you have more. the oh, you don't want less. It sounds like you do want less. You say you're already tripping over stuff now. No, but that's mostly due to my lack of balance and focus. I'm not going to blame the stuff. But also, if there was like a bunch of shit all over the floor, if there were a bunch of robots everywhere, it, unless they're smart enough to get out of my way, then that's that's my fear. Is is it's just going Already you go to like a crowded mall, the few malls that are crowded, and <laughs> you there are just people everywhere and you bump into people and Oh god. Imagine Tell me about imagine it. getting on the train with people and robots. It, honestly, I can't imagine it being any worse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, robots the little squat tiny robots would be good because people are top heavy. So the upper, the mid section of a train is very crowded. Where people's legs are is usually not as crowded. Yeah, but you also have to kind of shuffle around inside the train. You're going to be stepping on these things constantly. Well, sometimes you can. Uh, you have the luxury of being able to shuffle around. Sometimes the, you, you can't move at all. Uh, in which case, a couple of robots to like fill in the cracks, the, as it were. You're going to be, be tried for a war crime in the city for this suggestion. <laughs> Like, there aren't enough things on the, on the train idea. cars. Here's a better idea. The robots, they go up above the train. Robots don't need, they don't need to, you know, be in an air-conditioned compartment. Well, that They're, kind of makes sense. Yeah, like a cargo area. This, so did you hear, actually? You're, you're just, you're, you're, you're making more complicated solutions for the already complicated solution. So do you think that robots, like, robots will have, like, there's this gap between the Roomba and the sort of fully autonomous Android? Or do you think even a fully autonomous Android would be a useful thing to have? I think specific use robots make sense. Like the Snoomba. Like that makes sense. It's designed for a specific task and it's very good at it. But this idea of like me and my robot pal are going to spend all our time together. And like, no, that's, that's kind of unnecessary. Yeah. And that's where I think... You can supplement it with with other smart devices or permanent, you know, like I would rather go into a store where all the signs are smart and they're permanently installed and the store is laid out in a smart way. I don't need all these like extra thing, loose things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, but let me lay one on you. So we've got the Snoomba and the Roomba and the, there's a mopping Roomba. There's the Lomba. They'll mow your lawn. Right, right, right. A fully autonomous Android could do all of these things. It'd never work. Come on, stop that. It oh, that's what work. I'm saying. I, I, it's, it's extremely far away. But what I'm asking is, is there anything in between the 100% specialized Snoomba and the fully autonomous Android? Like, what is what is the next thing? Like, self-driving cars are, are you know, kind of just an evolution of, of the Roomba. You know... It's amazing that, and I'll make this point, and then eventually we do have to start the show, but, you know, the... I thought you said we were recording the whole time. No, we're recording, but not recording the show. This is all extra supplement that will attach to the show. Uh. Um, I'm reading the, the book about the history of the iPhone, and it really has reminded me of how the smartphone really has changed 
everything. Like, if you think about it, before the smartphone, the things you carried on your body every single day, every minute of every day, was a shirt, some pants, a shoes. Really, the most technological thing was a watch, at best. Or a dumb phone. Well, but but think about it for a second, that even if you include the dumb phone, in the span of 20 years, we've at, think about how long it had been before that, that we had added a device to 100 years for the watch, maybe? I mean, for it to be so rapidly adopted in, in such a critical every moment of every day item that almost nothing else in our life is like, such as a rare selection, that I have to think, okay, in the next 10 or 20 years, what is that next thing? thing because i wouldn't have guessed it was the phone 20 years ago right Right. so i don't even think i could begin to imagine what crazy thing will come next but whatever it is if it's gonna work it's gotta be personal i think just like the generic robot at the mall is not interesting the personal robot is interesting And that concludes this bonus episode of Up for Debate. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as we had doing it. Uh, Be sure to come back next time for more full-length regular episodes of Up for Debate anytime on our website at upfordebate.tv. And be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time.